Hell yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by Sean Strickland and everything he stands for. The internet hates him. I think he's going to lose on uh, Saturday, by the way. If you're watching this on Sunday, you already know the results. Who do we have here in the chat today? Scrolling up. Cam702, Smoking with Jesus, Late Bloomer, Day Day, Meatball Head, Late Bloomer, Roll Fast Joe, I Book Boy, Paul Miranda, Support the Farts, Meatball Head, Late Bloomer, Smoking with Jesus, Josh Lane, Slept, Paul Miranda, Cam, Day Day, Smoking with Jesus, Vic Sage, I Book Boy, Roll Fast Joe, Josh Lane. Maybe I missed a few names, maybe I didn't. We do this podcast every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Right now it is 3.34. For the first time in a long time, we are here early. I appreciate your guys' support, especially those of you who donate. I always beg for money at the end of the podcast, but today we're going to switch lanes a little bit. I'm going to beg for money at the beginning because I feel like I make you guys laugh. I think I have one of the greatest podcasts on the entire internet. By the way, you can find this podcast on Podbean, on YouTube, on Podcast App, on Spotify, iTunes. You can find it Anywhere and everywhere, and even if you don't have any money, you can support the show by telling a friend about the podcast. What has been going on with me? Well, if you're a regular Twitch viewer, right here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle, you would have tuned in yesterday and watched me try to build this mini ramp, and I'm getting more and more and more frustrated at how seemingly impossible it is to build a mini ramp when I'm only one person. Even if somebody came over and didn't have any tools, they would be very, very helpful. But as I was talking about UFC earlier on Saturday, I put a thing on Instagram. I said, hey, anyone who knows me in real life, come over on Saturday. We're going to watch UFC. We'll barbecue. And maybe someone out there will, will be able to help me with this ramp. Because if I have two people or three people or Oh, damn, four people. I could probably get this ramp built in a day. And I leaned my 3.8 OSB, so the plywood, I leaned it against my ramp. And it is going to be impossible. It will be impossible for me to sheet this ramp by myself. If I was only throwing on masonite or I had, uh, I don't know, quarter inch OSB, sure, I could probably do it myself. But the way that I build this ramp, I build it really strong. The ramp will hopefully... If we don't run into any big problems, we'll hopefully last, I don't know, dude, six or seven years. Uh, obviously, you'd want to change the top sheet every year or two, but I expect this ramp to last another five or six years, and I'm excited about that because now my dog will have extra extra playroom, extra area to poop. I'll have another little area for activities. My fire pit, although right now kind of temporary, maybe in the future I'll make a real fire pit from bricks. I don't know yet. There's a lot of ideas kind of thrown around right now, but I uh, I really need help. I'm not able to do everything by myself. Sometimes you wish you could. You wish you could do everything by yourself. In fact, earlier in this week, I thought I could do something myself in terms of eating food. I saw a killer deal at Schnitzel. If you guys don't have Schnitzel, it's like, imagine if McDonald's only had chili dogs. So you're getting the worst quality food. It's being made by people that probably can't do basic math. And if it's called a chili dog, 
you, you got to look for the chili because it's not it's not the chili dog that you and I know and love. It's not like your mom making a chili dog on chili night. It's like somebody boiled chili in a bag and then they put one teaspoon of chili onto this really floppy steamed bun with an extra small hot dog and they charge you two fifty for a fucking hot dog or three dollars for a hot dog even though it's less it's not the same like it's not a big nice juicy plump fucking hard cock of a hot dog it's a skinny little pencil of a hot dog that they sell you but they sell them in bulk you can get 10 hot dogs you can get 20 you can get 50 you could probably get 100 if you know the manager so anyways i was scrolling through my coupons and i had this coupon that looked too good to be true eight chili dogs four corn dogs four orders of fries for 25 bucks and then for an extra three dollars i got uh i got like six jalapeno poppers and i thought to myself you know what i'm gonna eat this but let's make it fun let's turn it into a challenge so i told all my little internet friends i said hey everybody tune in tune in tonight tonight's the night it's chili dog night i'm gonna try and eat all eight chili dogs all four corn dogs and then all four french fries and if i don't wait I'm going to eat these on stream, and stream won't end until I eat them. And then, of course, always, I I overestimate my abilities. I ate one chili dog. I said, that was pretty fucking filling. Okay, cool. I ate an order of fries. Okay, nice. The fries were nothing. Then I ate the corn dog. And I go, ew, I don't like corn dogs. I've never liked corn dogs. I got three more of these fucking things to eat. Then I ate all the jalapeno poppers, which were absolutely fantastic. One of my favorite fast food things in the world, jalapeno poppers. Do you like cream cheese or cheddar cheese? I don't care. Fuck me up, fam. Whatever you got. If you got both, I'm ordering both because I'm going to compare when I eat both of them. You know who does have a pretty decent, pretty decent fried jalapeno poppers is uh, Carl's Jr. You wouldn't expect it. Then again, the, the the price is what drives me away from Carl's Jr. Anyways... Going back to the uh, the hot dogs, by the end of the night, I've been rehydrating, I'm hungover, I've been drinking water, I've been eating hot dogs, I got through like, I got through two fries, three chili dogs, two corn dogs, and that was all I could do, that was all I could do, bro, and I'm like, this is not even halfway, then the next day, the next morning, I ate a chili dog and a corn dog, and I go, okay, nice, and then for dinner, I ate a chili dog and a corn dog, and a french fry. And I go, fuck. And then the next day rolls around. Romulus and me smoked a penner. And then the f- finally, on day three, meal number four, I finally finished it. It took four sessions to eat this, which means I'm only 25% as good as I thought I was. I wonder what else in life I'm worse at that I think I'm good at. Ladies, don't answer that. So I guess it comes down to, I think self-confidence is good, especially in terms of eating chili dogs. But uh, but don't do not do it, okay? If you have the coupon, or if you need the coupon, I'll send it to you. You can, you can go to winterschnitzel.com if you have one near you. Don't go into that thinking you can eat it. Here's the thing. I thought that me and a friend could eat it. Oh, bro, I, t- I even take that back. You separate it, four chili dogs, two orders of fries, and two corn dogs, even if you're hungry. The thing is, everything's really filling. You're, you're killing yourself with fat, saturated fat, bread, and then, and then potatoes, and then salt on everything. It's just hard. It's hard to eat that much stuff. But uh, the other thing is the aftermath. 
The aftermath was, what do you think? What day was that? I think that was Monday. That was either Sunday or Monday. I still, I still smell chili every time I fart. I took a shit the next day. I shit out an entire chili dog, which like was weird because I thought I chewed it up. I shit out the entire dog. First, first the wiener came out of my ass, then the bread. Somehow, someone must have snuck an entire chili dog into my body without me chewing it. So, terrible farts. Uh, they came in handy though. If, if you want to fart on somebody, do the twenty-five dollar eight chili dog meal. I hit, I hit a fart the other day <laughs> onto a girl. I hit her with a three different, a three variety, a combo fart. It started off like this, and then it went straight to, and then it ended with a triple, a triple trouble. The Maybe I should a little. Maybe I didn't. Only one way to find out. Go do it yourself. Check out Wiener Schnitzel. This podcast is sponsored by Wiener Schnitzel, the best hot dogs money can buy. <laughs> also, I didn't know. Well, I knew this. Every time I've ever gone into Wiener Schnitzel, I take the drive-through because why would I want to be in a building like that? I went in there. I got to look at the kitchen, bro. Not pretty. It's not pretty. Another redeeming quality. Another redeeming quality for Wiener Schnitzel. I don't know if this is true or not, but do we have any Tapatio fans? Is anyone out there a fan of the hot sauce Tapatio? I think it's the greatest like all-around sauce ever. When you go to McDonald's, you ask for hot sauce. Who knows what they fucking give you? A McDonald's brand hot sauce. What is that? Who knows? I don't even know what that is. Go to Carl's Jr. What is it? I don't know. Go to Jack in the Box. You get Jack in the Box sauce. Go to Taco Bell. You get Diablo and fucking whatever. You get all these goofy sauces. No, no, no. Go to Wiener Schnitzel. They give you a sauce with a Tapatio bottle on it, made by Tapatio for you. They, you, man, when I was a kid, speaking of Wiener Schnitzel, when I was a kid, they used to have this thing called the Chili Cheese Fry Burrito, and it was it was French fries with chili on top, a little bit of cheese, and they wrapped it in a burrito and they gave it to you for the low price of one dollar. So you go in there, you get five. You you look like a king. In front of your friends, you get a you get a burrito, you get a burrito, you get a burrito, and guess what, bitch? Tapatio for you, tapatio for you. Oprah could never tapatio for you, tapatio for you. Take it home if you need to. I used to go there just to go in, run in, grab tapatio, bring it to my car for for when when you really need it. When you're at a place like Del Taco, when you really speaking of speaking of liquid uh, poop or in Del Taco's. Uh, situation it would be like aerosol aerosol pooping you just shit out foam your butt your booty becomes the broken mcdonald's ice cream machine just soft serve splatter stay away from del taco stay away from wiener schnitzel anyways it's been a uh a, a trial and tribulatious it's been a, tri- a tribulatious uh week a lot of things have been going wrong the ramp building the ramp i'm running into more problems than solutions because when I built the ramp, I didn't know a couple of basic things. Like, I didn't know that a 2x4 is actually not 2 inches by 4 inches. It's another dimension. I didn't know that if I get all my 2x4s to be 4 feet, then I put the, the plywood on the side. And then if I want to cover the entire ramp, I now need plywood that's 4 foot 2. And there's no plywood that comes in 4 foot 2. So I discovered that. And then I'm just discovering the coping needs to stick out a certain amount of, of distance. Oh, man. When I first made that ramp, we made it really bad, and we salvaged it. 
But now that I'm downsizing the ramp, it's becoming really difficult to salvage. I, I want it to be long-lasting. So I'm trying to cut a few corners, but then other corners don't cut those. So it's it's becoming more and more of a, of a problem, but we'll get through it. Anyway, speaking of problems, I wake up the other day, Wednesday uh, morning. I wake up, I go, oh, what a nice day. I walk outside in my front yard, and there's a big puddle. I'm like, what, why is it, what's Where's this puddle coming from? I think it might be for my water softener. So I go in the garage. I'm like, oh, the ground's not wet in here. What could this be? I'm looking around. I go in this pile of rocks. I can see water coming out of the ground. And I go, oh, fuck. A pipe broke. Great. Uh, run out to the street. Turn off the main line. Run back. I dig a hole with my hands. I dig down there. I find the, I find the leak. Um, it's right where this PVC pipe connects to a copper pipe. And the PVC has like... It didn't crack, you know, it didn't crack from like, uh, I don't know, it didn't crack from like cold weather. I think it just cracked because it was old, because it cracked a million different, or some type of pressure spike. It cracked a million different spots, like tiny millimeter big hole, like the smallest holes ever, but it cracked like 15 different places. So there's 15 different squirts of water coming out, even when there's no uh, pressure on the uh, on the water line. So I'm not very good with PVC pipe. I'm not the best plumber, right? So I call my grandpa to come help me. He's worked with PVC for fucking years and years and years. He comes down, shows me what to do, tells me what to do. I'm digging. We go get these parts. We get this glue. We get a coupler. Uh, he he actually showed up with a box of a box of of tools and pieces specifically for PVC problem. So water pipe problems. Get down there, chop the first pipe. It cracks down the middle. So we have a problem already. Then we go to put the coupler on. One pipe can't move because it's copper. The other pipe can move, so there's no way to get them together. We finally get them together. This should have been a 20-minute job. Turns into a four-hour job. My knees are all red from sucking dick, laying on my knees. There's nothing to grab onto. I don't know how we got it figured out. But, um, yeah, if I wouldn't have had his help, I would have been in big trouble. My grandpa's 84 years old. He was down there on his hands and knees just fucking cranking away with the channel locks. I'm like, bro, I'll do this. I'll dig the hole. I'll do everything. And I'm just like, first off, I'm never going to live that long. Second off, when he's when he dies and I have a problem like that, I'm going to be in big trouble. So uh, this is just an appreciation, an appreciation topic. Not that my G-Paw will ever listen to this podcast, but just a little bit of appreciation for somebody that can look at a problem, figure out the solution. Uh, he stopped everything he was doing. Not that he was busy. He's probably just watching golf on TV. Stopped everything he was doing to come help me. So... Uh, the situation was really inconvenient, you know, not having the right parts, not having the right glue, not having, uh, we had to saw, we had to saw the threads off of, off of one of these connectors because it was, I don't know, it was, it was de-threading itself. I don't know. It was, it was going straight, then get crooked. Finally got that to work. Anyways, now my front yard's covered in like mud and shit. I tracked a bunch of mud all over the kitchen. My grandpa came in the house, you know. He starts looking around. He's always like nosy, looking at shit. He's like, oh, your stove is dirty. Looks at my oven. He's like, your oven's dirty. Your house is going to catch on fire. So it was like, it was like a guilt trip. Oh, yeah. Before I go into my oven, also, I was complaining about nothing working, right? Don't have the right tools. Don't have the right parts. Uh, I had to dig down there. It's a really inconvenient spot going from from copper to PVC, not having the connectors, uh, having to lean down rocks. There's There's nowhere to pull the water out. All that happened. But at the same time, this leak must have happened. I discovered it at 9 a.m. This leak must have happened at like 8 a.m. Because when you have a leak in that part of of the house, 
water pressure is really high. It would have flooded both my house and my neighbor's house. It would have flooded both of our houses within like three hours. So it didn't even reach the neighbor. So I do all this complaining about, oh man, why can't I ever catch a break? My roof is broken. My, my backyard is falling apart. Uh, the fucking, the pipes are always breaking. Second pipe break, uh, in, in two years. Um, you know, everything's falling apart. This, the, the, the main line's clogging. My, my toilets don't work. But guess what? If I would have slept in, if my neighbors weren't home and I slept in till I usually sleep in, like 1 p.m., 2 p.m., I would have, first off, my water bill would be fucking $500. Second off, I would have flooded their house and my house and maybe, maybe even more. It might have came out to my door even because it pulls up there in front of my house. So as far as complaining about everything going wrong, the timing of this break was actually perfect. And also, if it would have happened a day later, my grandpa would have been busy. He had plans that day. If it would have happened a day earlier, I wouldn't have woken up in time. So as far as a disaster happening, it happened at the best time. And I think it's important to appreciate, even though everything went wrong, to appreciate the couple of things that went right that could have made this an actual, an actual horrible disaster. So it didn't, it wasn't too bad. Anyways, my grandpa comes in, he guilt trips me about my, my oven. I look at the oven and I say, you know what? I walk past this oven a hundred times a day. I look at it every day. I say, this oven is disgusting, but I don't notice it. It's just dirty. It's just dirty and I just walk by and I still cook my shit. I don't know what a clean oven even looks like. So I go in there, I grab the sponge, I start cleaning it. I go, this is not going to work. I go online, I look up what I need. I need special oven cleaner. I need special, a scrub daddy. I need a stainless steel scrubber. And then I need razor blades. <laughs> razor blades, Australia Day is coming up. Rise up lights. Uh, if you guys can do me a favor right now, say three words for me out loud. Rise, rise above, up, rise up. And then the word lights, like a light switch. Rise up lights, rise up lights. You're saying razor blades in Australian. Rise up lights, rise up lights. Like that joke? Tell your friends about it. Anyways, I get the razor blades. I spray the oven with this toxic chemical. It says, wait three minutes and then see if you can get the grime off. So, bro, I'm in there with the sponge. I'm ripping it. I'm ripping it. Nothing happens. It didn't even make a dent. I didn't even smear. I didn't even smear the shit that was on there. I sprayed the spray, waited three minutes, and I sneezed. And my oven went, went poof. And all the dirty scum that was on there disappeared. And then we got to the actual scum. So I'm in there scraping it with the razor blade, scraping all the corners. I find this brown like square. I'm like, what is brown square? I look at it. I spray it. I start shining it up. Turns out I had a thermometer in there. This thermometer has been through hell and back. It's never too late for a second chance. You can always reinvent yourself like my oven. It must have been an insane fire hazard. Just grease all over the, the window. I can see into my oven now. Before, if I'm cooking something, you can't see in it. You can't even see the back of it because the front is like foggy from like grease that, that comes up and steam that comes up from my actual stove. And then the oven, uh, the other side, is completely just trashed, like caked on grease. And this one chemical saved the day. I took a before and after picture. And I don't know why I'm like this. But I am. Uh, whenever I do anything like a home improvement thing, even something small. The other day, I, I fixed my the bottom of my door. And then I cleaned my door. My door where you touch the handle, where you grab the door and open and close. It was black from how many, how many people's hands have touched it. 
And then on the side of my house is this white gate that had become chipped and rusty. So it was half white, half like gray paint chipping off. I went over there, I painted my fence, and then I hung a little thing that says, beware of dog. And then I cleaned my front door. And then I, you know, I mop or whatever. I just, I cleaned my sink. And then I walk into my kitchen now. I walk in, I look at the fucking oven, and I feel like, I feel like I'm living in a whole new place. I don't even recognize it. It's like a celebrity makeover. I go in there, like you start off as Jonah Hill, you come out as Leonardo DiCaprio, and every time I walk into the kitchen, I'm like, holy fuck, I can see that. I can see my reflection, because I, I changed all the, uh, um, there's like a heat shield in the back of it. I cover the heat shield in, in, like, uh, in tinfoil, cover the bottom in tinfoil. I feel like, I feel like I, I really, for some reason, cleaning that little section of my kitchen brought me like some energy. They made me feel like useful, happy. I need to do more stuff like that because I've been complaining all winter about I'm depressed, things aren't going good, uh, bitches stealing my fucking dog's uh, play toys, you know, the weather's bad, it's cold, it's raining, my house sucks, but then I fix a couple of little things, you know, one step at a time, you know, uh, clean my clean my uh, bathtub the other day, it's, 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 it's spotless, go in there, take a bath. I got this sugar scrub with mangoes in it, scrubbing my body, and now I can go, after I'm done scrubbing my body, I just go, I walk into the kitchen, I just look at the oven, I go, hey, hey, dude, hey, beautiful, hey, oven, what's up, sink, what's up, ground, I clean my chairs, and uh, I ended up, I ended up uh, I, gaining, gaining something, gaining something for the soul, something for the soul, when I cleaned up all that bullshit, so... That was the thing, anyways. Cleaned up the stove. Whatever. Speaking of the stove, speaking of cooking, I tried some food the other day that that I would never try. I know a lot of people, they kind of flirt with the idea of cutting out meat or, or being vegetarian or vegan, and then other people are go, going like, only meat, eat meat every day for every meal. Me, I've had some sort of like animal protein every single day for my entire life. Every day I'm either eating uh, something steak, something chicken. Usually, usually it's chicken. Something chicken. Even if it's like fast food or even if it's like a, a microwavable food. Oh, if I make a sandwich, there's going to be turkey on it. Everything has some sort of like animal that was living. Then again, I have like chicken nuggets or something. like. And it's not really chicken, but you know what I mean. So I've had meat for every meal for my entire life. For breakfast, I have eggs. And usually I'll mix eggs or, or chicken. Or I'll do a, a pre-made, like, little, a pre-made fucking breakfast thing. So I went to a restaurant that kind of specializes in vegetarian shit. And I got this sandwich. It was turkey, lettuce, tomatoes, and pepperoni. And, uh, and maybe some other shit. And, like, a chipotle aioli or something. I don't remember what else was on it. Beautiful sandwich. And uh, I ate it. The fake pepperoni tasted exactly like pepperoni. Turkey... Nah, kind of gray, kind of a nasty looking turkey, but I ate this sandwich, by the way, I paid $12 for this, I ate this sandwich, and I thought to myself, you know what, dude, for a vegan sandwich, they actually did a great job, and I think if you would have asked me this five years ago, I'd be like, oh, vegan, Pfft, gay, yeah, right, well, I'm, gonna, I, I'm a vegan this, vegan these nuts, motherfucker, oh, yeah, v vegan these nuts, <laughs> fuck you, bitch, um, even going into a restaurant like that, fucking weird. The the first thing on the menu is the LGBTQ fucking sandwich. I'm like, okay, dude, LGBTQ LGBT sandwich? Okay, motherfucker, like, 
Uh, how about, uh, do y'all, y'all got chicken wings or what? No, we don't have chicken wings. So I got that. I even got, I got a pita bread with hummus, only $4. I don't know if they ripped me off or not. Seems like a good deal. Ate the hummus, felt happy, healthy, and I didn't eat meat. So now I'm kind of flirting with the idea, like I said earlier, what if maybe like for two days a week, two days a week, maybe like Sunday and Monday or Monday and Tuesday, those will be the days that I don't eat meat. I'll just make uh, zucchini and squash. Uh, I'm not saying I won't eat like animal products. I don't really give a fuck about animals. I mean, I give a fuck about my dog. But I don't care about chickens or cows or anything out there. I don't care if they die or they're suffering. I care that if they have a giant mass of cancer in them and it's being sold to me by Walmart. But other than that, I don't care that animals are getting hurt. I should. I should, but I don't because it's so far away. It's, it's, almost, it's almost in another world to me. They might as well be, the animals dying might as well be on Mars. I don't, I don't see it. I don't smell it. Doesn't really affect me. So I don't really care about the animals. But I think for, for veggie food to taste good and not be bad for you, and may, maybe, perhaps maybe even be good for you, I think I could give it a shot. Uh, this morning, I had like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like a chicken Alfredo, but there was no pasta. There was no pasta. So I grabbed some onions. Boom. Onion in the pan. Salt, little oil, boom, onion's good. Then I throw in some squash. Chopped up finely squash, boom, squash is in there, cool. Then I throw in some chopped garlic, garlic, boom. I start to smell the garlic, <sighs> smells good. Throw in some cream, heavy cream, just a little bit, not a lot, heavy cream. Then I grated some cheese on there, some fake Parmesan cheese, some Asiago, it's a dollar cheaper. Uh, and if I had uh, Parmigiano Reggiano, it'd probably be, it's probably like $5 cheaper. So I use Asiago, boom, really stinky cheese. Now I have like this. This creamy, oh, and then I added chicken from a rotisserie chicken. Don't don't judge me. Had that for breakfast. It was great. But I could do something like that, and I could use just more vegetables if I wanted to. And it would still be um, it would still be really good and kind of healthy. I know heavy cream kind of throws everything out the window. And then I added uh, salt, pepper, ghost pepper flakes, and lemon. It ended up being a fantastic breakfast, and it was small. I only ate maybe this much food. I don't know what to say. Like maybe like an ounce of food, an ounce or two of food. Maybe, I, I don't know, a, a, a baseball amount size of food out of a bowl. And I am I feel like it was a really heavy meal and I didn't eat a lot. It was great. So what am I going to eat after the podcast? Oh my God, I'm going to eat something stupid. I feel like getting spicy tonight. Uh, so that's, so I, basically the whole topic is I ate something vegetarian and I liked it. Uh, the old me would have hated on the new me. But guess what? I used to say that anyone who drinks fruity beers must be a fucking fruit. Guess what all I drink now is? Fruity beers. And guess what I am? A fruit. <laughs> a fruit boot. So um, what else is going on? I wanted to talk to you guys. I've been playing a lot of pool lately. And I, I have this sort of tier list of people that I like to play against. I like to play against good players. But players that are not too competitive players that are willing to talk to you and, and, and offer advice, and people that are having a good time. So I play with this one guy. I play with him probably once a week. His name is Oscar. He's, a, he's older than me. He's got, like, grandkids. He's a great pool player. Um, he's, whenever he misses, he goes, No mames! No mames! Uh, he's Hispanic, obviously. Big Raiders fan. And uh, I, I appreciate people like that because every time I make a shot, even if it's a hard shot or not a hard shot, he goes, Oh, nice shot, pero. Nice shot, bro. Oh, oh, man, what a shot that was. He, he, like, it's always upbeat, always happy. Even if he's tired, even if he just got off work, even if he's just getting off of, of having a cold, 
This guy comes in, plays pool, high fives after every shot. And in skateboarding, I hate that. No celebrating. No no need to celebrate doing a trick. You're like, you're, you're actually competing. And I wonder where the disconnect is. Why do I love it when someone overly celebrates in a game of pool and they're actually really happy about it and you could be winning, I could be winning. Either way, we're both excited and we're both going to say good shot. I can say, hey, what would you do here if, if it was your shot? Would you go this way? Would you go that way? You can have this happy dialogue and then there's a lot of laughing and yelling. You know, you make the eight ball and it's like under pressure. Everyone goes, woo! If I see that in skateboarding, dude, I fucking hate it. I hate happiness in skateboarding. It's, it's, it's almost like it should it should be miserable. Getting good at skating, it's supposed to be painful. Getting good at pool, I feel like it maybe maybe that's what the disconnect is. Maybe it's it's allowed to be fun and you can be getting good. Why do I judge skateboarding differently? I don't know. I don't know. But I will tell you that when I play pool, I like to play against that type of people. Even if they're overtly happy versus the guys that are like... Uh, you know, they'd be quiet the whole game. You make a crazy shot. Instead of going, nice shot, they go, table leans. Like, I can't stand playing against people like that. We played a guy. I told you guys the story back in the day. This guy kept saying, come on, Steve. Play a game of pool, Steve. I remember we had him. Uh, I think it was T-Top beat him, and it was finally an easy shot on the eight. And this guy had beat us, you know, like six, seven games in a row. Finally, we're going to beat this guy. And rather than let us take the shot, he reaches down, he grabs the eight ball and throws it in the pocket. And I go, what the fuck, man? Like, no one did that when you were shooting. We finally get a game where we're able to beat you. And you don't want to lose like a man. You want to lose like a fucking little temper tantrum baby. No one wants to play against somebody like that. So anyways, probably going to play, probably going to play pool tonight. And I hope to see some upbeat people out there i'm gonna be going to this bar called jokers i wanted to remind you guys i'm gonna remind you again in seven days but in seven days on january uh 26th is australia day what do we do on australia day fuck if i know mate but i know i'm gonna have some fosters i'm gonna try and get some exotic meat or something that australians eat and if i can't find that i'll just get some shrimp and throw some shrimp on the barbie and celebrate, uh, just do a funny accent. Listen, there's no reason we can't make up, you know, things to celebrate. Someone out there is celebrating Australia Day in Australia. Why the fuck can't I celebrate it right here? I celebrate my dog's birthday. That's not a holiday, but I party. I'm getting drunk. I know I'm going to make him a birthday cake out of all of his favorite foods. So the 26th uh, is going to be Australia Day. I'm, I'm going to pitch this idea. I'm going to the bar tonight. I'm going to pitch the idea. I'm going to say, hey, would it be okay if I invite like 10 of my friends next week and we celebrate Australia Day? We're all going to be acting weird and talking weird, but uh, maybe we can come up with a drink special or something or two for one Fosters or something like that. Or maybe we can reserve the pool table for Australians only. All right, I'm going to come up with something because planning, like planning these little bar outings, I, I spend way too much time at the bar, and I spend a lot of time there fucking drinking, staring at the wall, hanging out with my guy friends and gambling and playing pool, throwing away my money, wasting money on alcohol, when I should be enjoying that time with an Australian accent, God damn it, and getting more and more involved. I used to go to this bar called Adrenaline. Motherfucker, we are the reason they, they had a, a beer pong league. All you got to do is go to these places, come up with an idea, present it, to the people running the place. If they like it, they'll try it. If they don't like it, they won't. 
motherfucker, I got a secret menu at Koopy's Bar. I introduced a new hot sauce, gave them a code word, wrote a recipe down, and now whenever I say I want death wings, they know. Uh, Frank's Red Hot, butter, a half a teaspoon of Carolina Reaper sauce, boom. Serve it to me and my friends, because we know the code. Death wings. Australia Day. If anyone's in Las Vegas on, uh, on the 26th of January, we're celebrating Australia Day at Joker's Bar. Come hang out. So that's, that's exciting. What else is going on in my life? Well, I would love to give you guys a free pack of stickers. I appreciate your support. I appreciate everybody hanging out. Would you like to win a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack sent directly to you? All you have to do is have a superior intellect. Today's question. First one to answer the question correctly, I will send you a Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack in the mail. It's going straight to you. Uh, we've had a lot of really, we've had a lot of backfires this year uh, for trivia, so we're gonna keep it nice and simple. First one to answer gets the sticker pack. What is seven times seven minus forty-eight? Seven times seven minus forty-eight. First one to type the answer correctly is. The winner, iBookBoy says one, because you are number one. iBookBoy, send your address. I know you're in the UK, but I'll tell you what, once a month we'll go international, because I have an international stamp. Once a month we'll go all the way international, and you can win a Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack. Paul, I was going to buy some hot sauce for you. We couldn't find it, but I was also going to throw in a bunch of stickers, just because, uh, why not? Maybe they Maybe they would act as padding. In the envelope. Anyways, we give away stickers on this podcast all the goddamn time. So if you're not following the podcast or following me on Twitch, you need to get to work. You need to help. You need to support. Final topic of the day. I started a series last night, kind of an artsy series called Boy Swallows Universe. I know it sounds kind of, uh, doesn't sound like something you want to click on. But it's actually a pretty well-made show. There's a lot of trauma. There's happiness. There's sadness. It's really artsy. It's kind of like, uh, it kind of gives me the vibes of that traumatic show. Uh, I think it's called, like, Don't Be a Don't Be a Wallflower or something. Perks of Being a Wallflower. You watch that and you're kind of like, oh, there's happy times. There's sad times. There's weird times. It makes you feel bad. makes you happy. There's this, this undertone of, like, depression. So I started this show called Boy Swallows Universe. And so far... I'm really liking it. So if that's something that maybe you would be interested in, I would recommend giving it a shot. Uh, Like most series like this, if you don't like the first episode, then you won't like the second episode. Basically, this kid has a bunch of trauma, and uh, his brother can't talk, but his brother can communicate. We don't know why he can't talk yet. He thinks his brother can tell the future. We don't yet know if that's true or not. It's kind of like leaving on a cliffhanger. And then he's part of like a crime family. And and who knows? It, it just it, the 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 plot kind of meanders around. You kind of don't know where it's going. And I kind of like that because it gives you the, the the a hint of like a thriller, right? You kind of forget like, oh, well, what was this subplot? Oh, I forgot about that. And they keep going back to it. So I'm kind of enjoying that show. If you're looking for something new to watch, check that out. I have not yet watched Tropic Thunder. I will put that on my to do list. I was supposed to watch it this week and give you guys my honest opinion. But I didn't, I didn't have time. I mean, I did have time. I didn't have, like, the patience. Here's my thing. If I'm going to watch that movie, I want to completely watch it for real. If I'm smoking weed playing on my phone, I won't get to watch all of it. Then again, if I'm smoking weed, it's probably going to be double as funny. So uh, so that's I'll save that for next week. 
And that's that's it. That's all I got for the podcast. Can I get a hell yeah from everybody who chose to tune in live right here on twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle? We do this podcast every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. If you tuned in late, don't worry. The repeat of the podcast comes out on Sunday, 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 right around like 7 in the morning, really early. Uh, comes out on Podbean, on iTunes, on Spotify, podcast app, everywhere where you have podcasts. You can go check that out. Um, just type in Stop Crying Poser. We got no donations today. That's fine. Everyone's broke. It's winter. It's cold. But I will tell you this. If you want to support the podcast, tell a friend about the podcast. Let them know. Say, hey, this guy made me laugh. Also, some of these podcasts are uplifting. Some of them are, like, depressing. Some of them are funny. Some of them we die laughing halfway through. There's kind of, in my opinion, something for everyone in these podcasts. And one thing I take pride in is that there's no downtime. There's no thinking. There's no, uh... There's no boring moments. There's no dead air. It's nonstop me talking. I feel like, for me, that's the type of podcast I like to watch. I I love Joe Rogan as a commentator sometimes, but I don't want to watch him go, uh, aliens, right? Uh, what's up with those? Anybody? Anybody know what's up with aliens? What do you think about them? Uh, yeah, I don't know. If they're real. I don't know. Hell no. You'll never ever get a you'll never get an episode of Stop Crying Poser that is so slow and dead space like that. Let me shout out some of the people in the chat. We got Paul Miranda, Vic Sage, iBook Boy, Vic Sage, Guy Jays, Championship 007 player, Cam702, 1.21 gigawatts, iBook Boy, Paul Miranda, Sodos. I appreciate all of you guys for uh for tuning in. We do this podcast every Friday. Uh, I guess that's it. Uh, let me know your guys' thoughts on chili dogs. Do they give you diarrhea? Let me know. Are you celebrating Australia Day? Why do I hate skateboarder celebrating? And uh, why do I like pool players celebrating? I don't know. What's wrong with me? Do you guys like vegetarian bullshit? I'm not sure. Uh, do you have any advice on my ramp? Should I water treat it? Or should I just say, fuck it? I need some help. People, come help me with my ramp. Anyways... As I always say, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Don't drink too much and don't drink too little. Mames, perro, y pa, órale.